This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by the original, classic, executive, and bold full focus planners. Learn more at focusonthispodcast.com slash planner. Yeah, so there may be decisions that have to be made, but maybe you are not the one that absolutely has to make that decision. Right? You could say, hey, uh, you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays with your hosts, Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Hey, Blake. Hey, Courtney. (laughs) How's it going? It's going great. You feeling good? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling energetic. Are you energetic? Yeah, I feel great. Yeah. I bet right now, in this moment, there's someone driving to their job. They're listening to our podcast. Happy Monday. Shout out to you. Yeah. And they do not feel energetic. Yeah. Actually, they probably, even before they left this morning, they said, I'm tired. Or maybe they find themselves in the car in this moment, and they're wondering, how did I even end up in this car? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or they're like pulling into the parking lot of, Ooh, that's their, scary. of their office and they're like, how did I get here? Oh, that's really scary. <laughs> you know, when you wake up and I wake up in quotes in the morning and you, the, it's just a blur. And then all of a sudden you're sitting at your desk and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm alive. I don't know. I'm a person. Yeah. I don't think I've ever experienced that. <laughs> you're like, give me this look like that's literally never happened no, to me. That's never happened to me. Well, but maybe it's happened to you out there, listeners. Maybe I'm not the only one where sometimes you just feel like you are tired. You've lost energy. You're spent. Uh, or maybe that happens to you in the afternoon. Yeah. I, for me, definitely. That's definitely more likely to happen in the afternoon, you know, after lunchtime. You know, it's just like a little like, ugh, okay, I can kind of feel like my energy is dipping. Yeah, I saw you fall asleep the other day. It's like <laughs> this did. little yeah, drool no. trail on no. your desk. No. Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, for me in the afternoon, that's when things can kind of like, I've got to really do something to make sure my energy stays up in the afternoon. I think that's a lot of people uh, feel that. But I also, at the very end of the day, that's when I like crash. I'm just like done, done with the day. I think there's some pressure. If you feel tired right now, I wonder if you feel like you're, there is some pressure. Maybe it's internal or maybe it's external. The work culture you're in, uh, the the family culture you're in, you, you feel like you have to sprint all the time. You feel like I've got to keep going as long as I'm up. I got I to gotta do stuff. I got to go. And I just wish that I could have more energy, but I have too much to do. And I've just got to run, run, run and try to get through the day. and more often than not, you're just a little bit more tired than you'd like to be. Yeah. And and I feel like in our culture, we kind of just assume that that is the status quo. Like we're all going to just hustle as hard as we possibly can. And we're all doing it tired. <laughs> you know, it's, it, hey, do you know this person? I'm, I'm thinking of someone, but you then compare yourself to this other person who got like four hours of sleep and they're like, Hey, How's it going? What? And, and I'm like, how are you? How yeah. are you doing anything right now? How I, are you a functioning human? Yeah, yeah. I, I got six hours or seven hours, and I'm just exhausted. And that comparison game, all of a sudden, you feel like, man, I'm not trying hard enough, or something's wrong with me because uh, I don't have the energy I need to live the life I want or achieve the goals that I want. Yeah. Well, and I think that's what's so interesting about what we're talking about today is we treat 
energy, just like this thing that we should just like magically have. And then we're always surprised when it goes away. We're like, wait, how, why am I tired? Uh, but the thing is about energy, you can't actually get more if you're aware of how to do it. So in today's episode, we're talking about energy management, which is different than time management because time, as you know, it comes, it goes, and then it's gone. But energy, you can actually create more. So in this episode, we're going to give you three intentional practices so that you can shift from just spending your energy through the whole day to actually managing your energy. And as a result, you'll have more energy. You'll feel better when you're at work, when you're at home. You'll be more rested and engaged. And you'll shift from a, I'm just getting through the day survival mode to, hey, I've got energy. I actually have time and energy to do things that are fun. You know, play tennis, perhaps. Yeah, exactly. Listeners, you may not know this, but Courtney Baker is... What's your national rank now? In oh my gosh. No, I am not nationally ranked and very far from it. Uh, but I did play tennis once upon a time. Oh, she was great. Is there Are there YouTube videos that people could repost? There, oh, there probably are. <laughs> no, do not go Google searching for that. I was nowhere near. You're making, you're just like my best friend who also does this. Like she'll introduce, she'll be like, did you know that Courtney was a tennis star? Which was She's nowhere close to practically the truth. Serena Williams. Nowhere you gave close. her some lessons, didn't you? No, I played tennis in college. That was it. <laughs> uh, I'm feeling very much like verbs. You know how we're always like, verbs, share your talent, share your talent, do it, show all the people. I'm like, no, this is not a thing. Now you know what it's like. Everybody look away. Uh, but yeah. So today we're going to give you some really great tips. And since I just brought them up, Verbs, how are you? I'm doing well, Courtney. <laughs> and I'm glad you recognized that as you said it, because I was going to interject. I was got guys, this is exactly what you do to me every week. <laughs> so, uh, but hello to the listeners. Glad to be here with you guys. Happy Monday to you. Once again, I just want to make sure everybody knows I say this every single week, but it's because it's important. And we know we have people listening that might not be a part of the Full Focus Planner community just yet. So all you need to do is log on to Facebook, search for Full Focus Planner community and invite yourself to the party. There's tons of conversation every week. People who have advice about using the planner, people who have questions about using the planner and all that conversation happens right there in the group. So we invite you to it and look forward to seeing you inside. OK, Blake, I want to like run a scenario by you and get your thoughts on it really quickly. Go. So I feel like in our culture, to get ahead, what we think we need is more time in the day. So what we do, and even people we celebrate a lot of times, there are these people like you refer to that are sleeping like four hours a night. And so they're like trying to see how much, how can they get more time than anybody else by sleeping less? But even if we can like expand the amount of time if our energy is low the whole time uh, versus if we worked a normal amount of time, you know, an appropriate balanced amount of time, but our energy was really high, like the net income of those two in comparison, you know, you're going to win over here because you're also going to have a life. You're going to feel better. You're going to be more successful. Um, so if you're kind of sitting there thinking, no, I just need more time because that's what we say a lot. Like, I just wish I had more time in the day, more hours in the day. You know, I kind of want to start this off by saying, can you think about this a little differently today? That's an excellent thought. We're talking about managing energy, shifting from just spending energy and wishing you had more time to creating more energy. So 
There's three intentional practices we're going to cover here. And the first one is you can replenish your energy with adequate rest. This is not this is not a huge shock to anyone, right? We we understand that hey, if I could rest more, I would probably have more energy, right? Yeah. But it's like you just said, there's a reason that we're not resting more. And it's I think part of it is cultural. This you know, there is a celebration almost of wow. You know, very few times do you ever hear someone come to the office and be like, you know, I slept 10 hours last night. (laughs) Like, let me tell you how hard I was working. I slept 10 hours. Yeah. It's always the opposite. Oh yeah. I was up half the night, you know, working on this, but I really got ahead on this. And oh yeah, I only slept four hours because it's, it's almost like this badge of honor, this sign of commitment to excellence. Right. If you don't sleep or if you work really long hours. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like, we have this really weird, cultural norm where it's like we brag about things that are backwards like with sleep or just like I have so much to do this like honor of like I'm so overwhelmed and that that's a good thing um and I personally you know this is a big this is actually a goal for me this quarter is to get eight hours of sleep every night 90 percent of the time and it is I'm telling you it's amazing uh, but it definitely, it takes some work for me to get there because I feel like we all kind of slip into or unintentionally drift into a situation where we're not getting the amount of sleep we need. And then it causes all these ripples that effects. Actually, Blake, do you remember, I think this was a few months ago, I told you that I just was not feeling great. I was like, I'm not sure why I'm not feeling great. Like I'm not stressed, you know, I'm, I just don't feel great. And you were like, how, how much are you sleeping? And uh, probably because you had a newborn at home, you were like very aware of sleep <laughs> when a newborn's in the house. And I was like, oh, you're totally right. I was like, I've, I didn't realize it, but I was sleeping very little, um, not intentionally. It is dramatic how getting a good night's rest makes such a huge difference. And if you haven't done it, if you've gotten in a habit or, you know, a longstanding relationship with sleep that is, oh yeah, I get by with about six hours a night. Just try, you know, if it's a weekend or whatever, just try intentionally a few nights in a row and see what a difference that makes. The research is showing this. You know, I I do think that as we, as our research has developed and as people start paying attention to it, that people are shifting this mindset. It's slow, right? But there's research out on we, we wouldn't even think of it as sleep deprivation, but people who are get, getting inadequate sleep less than, you know, seven and a half hours, you know, even if it's six and a half hours over time, they can start performing like they're under the influence, <laughs> you know, yeah. like they're basically trying to do their job drunk almost. Right. Well, I think we've all probably had those moments where we're driving late at night that you think I probably not from... <laughs> I should say not from drinking, but from just lack of sleep that you're just so tired that you're like, I probably should not be behind the wheel. And we actually do that at work a lot of times where it's like, you know what, you you actually don't have the energy that you need to be successful at what you're trying to do. Here's a thought, too, guys. I think um, like Blake, you just mentioned, you're it's almost like you're performing in an inebriated state trying to do your work. And even though that's abnormal, that we've done it for so long that it's become our normal and um even though you can still function, let's say you can function at your job and you can get your job done. I think the question is you can get it done, but are you doing it to its highest level of quality? 
even though you've sacrificed sleep. So I think we've almost convinced ourselves that though I'm functioning, I'm doing the best. My, I'm offering my highest quality work when that's actually not the case. Oh, that's really good. It's like we just get used to what we think is our best. It's, it's not our best. We just don't even know this other level of what it looks like to be working well rested. Yeah, that, that's huge, especially if your job involves any type of creative work or decision making. Yeah, any when kind of I'm, critical thinking. When I, yes, critical thinking. It, it takes me so long. In fact, I want to share some secrets for getting well rested because I notice a huge difference when I start uh, taking advantage of some of these things. Uh, I'll share maybe some of my favorites. We made a list here, but I'll share a couple of my favorites. Courtney, maybe you can share some of yours. The first one I'm going to share is actually to take a short nap. I'm I'm there for it. So I've discovered this. A big part of my role is I will be on phone calls with potential clients of ours. And I'm supposed to be walking them through things and, and helping them clarify, is this the right fit? Do they want to spend money, you know, a lot of money sometimes with us? And it is wild. I will feel tired. And then I'll say, oh, you know what? I could really catch up on some work, some administration work if I just push on through this tired phase after lunch. But if I just lie down, literally, it will be even 12 minutes. You know, I think a, a typical, quote, power nap is like 20 minutes to 30 minutes. Even 15 minutes, I don't even fully fall asleep. It's kind of weird. I don't really fall asleep all the way, but I lie down and it's kind of my body goes into this rest state. And then I'm up 15 minutes later and it is wild. It is greater than a jolt of the best coffee <laughs> in the world. And you do like your coffee. And I love my coffee. <laughs> and lo and behold, when I'm up from that, it can be in the middle of the afternoon. And all of a sudden I'm ready. I'm, my brain is clear and I'm more effective on those calls. Yeah, it's so interesting. Um, next week we're going to be talking about chronotypes. We're going to have a whole episode about chronotypes and we're going to get into this more. But if you're like me, I used to be like this when people would talk about naps. I would say, I cannot take a nap in the middle of the day. Cannot do it. Like I feel terrible afterwards. Uh, we're actually going to talk about chronotypes next week. But after I learned more about chronotypes and actually tried these short naps, you've got to set a timer. You can't let yourself slip past that 20 minute mark because then, yeah, you do feel terrible. And it's an absolute game changer. Guys, undoubtedly, there's people listening to say taking a nap in the middle of the day is actually impossible. Because even though you set a timer, if you have a deep sleeper, They'll definitely sleep through an alarm going off if whatever, if they take a break and then spend 10 minutes in their car just resting. So what are some practical like ways you can fit that in? Because not every job may allow you. You might only have a 20 minute lunch or a 30 minute lunch. How can you get rest in or take a nap for somebody in that scenario? Well, I would say, first of all, if you can, if you can't afford to experiment with it, experiment with it. And it may not be for everyone, you know, and, and that should be a disclaimer when we're talking about replenishing energy. Guess what? You mentioned chronotypes, which is is one form of a, a differentiator between how people are wired, Courtney. But it goes this way with with all the uh, replenishing practices we're talking about that people are different. So there is a chance that even just your makeup, like I'm very much not a deep sleeper. I don't even need the alarm to be honest. Like my, I kind of have this natural rhythm. I'll I'll come back sort of to my senses <laughs> uh, about 15 or 20 minutes in. Uh, that may not be for everyone. Frankly, if you're in a situation you just can't do a nap in the middle of the day, 
I think that's where it's got to come back to focusing on getting the right amount of sleep for you at night uh, so that you can come back to the day well-rested. I think we also should say our boss, Michael Hyatt, he's famous for taking naps. This is like one of his signature energy tactics that he uses every single day. I thought it was a myth. This is before I started working with the Michael Hyatt and company team, but I was at an event and I was connecting with Michael and some others. And it's like, oh, right, we're going to do this. And then Michael's got 20 minutes. He's going in this room to take his nap. And I was like, wow, he's really doing it. It's like in the middle of an event day. Oh, yeah. I mean, we even like for them, if we do a video shoot with Michael, you know, he brings like a cot to take a rest in one of the rooms. It's pretty incredible. <laughs> yeah. So if, you wanna, if you want to get your boss on board, just be like, well, Michael, <laughs> hi, you know, he takes naps. Um, so, yeah, naps. Great night's sleep is huge. One thing I'll mention as well, this is kind of goes to this mental rest, but separating your work and your home life is huge, but it is harder now than ever before. And if you're not intentional with it, you will naturally bring work, even if it's just in your psyche, mentally, home with you. Yeah. I actually did a whole podcast episode with Megan on Lead to Win um, about being an executive mom, but we talk in depth about this transitioning from work to home. It's a great episode for everybody. Don't be put off by the title, but just that if we don't have really clear boundaries and are able to really switch gears, it's like we're at work 24 seven, because even though we're not physically at work, our brain is still at work and our bodies are at home. And there's a lot of dissonance with that. Yeah. This is why the workday shutdown ritual that we prescribe in the planner is so massive. It's easily the most overlooked ritual, I would say, that people do. The morning ritual gets all the love, right? But for me, it it is massive. If you find yourself tired the next day and you still have so much on your to-do list, guess what? You're already running behind. Mm -hmm. You may as well shut it down you know, to give yourself a mental break. And I think that there is a mental and an emotional component to that separation that creates the rejuvenation we need to come back to work the next day with clarity and with energy. To tag on to that, I think it's also important for us to protect our weekends. A lot of times we will just use that time as catch up time for the things we didn't get done on our task list during the week, which then it just means we're not able to get that rejuvenation and that rest for the weekend to get ready for Monday again. And even professional athletes take time to rest their body. They're not working out nonstop. They have to have rest. And so do we. So practice one, get adequate rest. That's a great way to manage your energy and replenish your energy. Practice two, boost your energy with whole foods. So quick disclaimer, this is not a nutrition podcast. Courtney and I are not dietitians, uh, but we know this, and I'm sure you listening, you recognize this. Hey, when I eat some foods, my energy goes down. When I eat other kinds of foods, my energy goes up, right? It's a basic premise, and yet we can overlook that, and I think it goes back to this culture or this mindset that we have, Courtney, where... I'm so busy that I'm just going to eat whatever's at hand or or I'm not going to eat at all. I'm going to skip lunch. Right. Right. 
because I'm so busy and I've got to stay working. And so this is actually similar to practice number one of resting, which is you want to, in order to eat healthy foods, it requires some intentionality. Right. It requires stopping and considering what does bring me energy. You know, like we said, we're not dietitians, so it's going to be different for different people, but what does bring me energy and how can I incorporate that into my work days? Yeah. And I think a lot of times we know things intuitively if we're like, we go eat a huge Mexican lunch. Mm, That sounds good. Can you (laughs) make that order? Yeah. Got it. Uh, And then, you know, we get back and we're like, I just feel like terrible. You know, I just, now I needed a nap. It's like your meal did not do anything for your energy. And I think just being mindful of that. And like, a lot of times we acknowledge it and just like, oh, I'm I'm so tired. And, And maybe we even talk about it a little bit, but we don't really make that connection of, okay, what things do I eat that really make me feel good in the afternoon and like ready to go? And then what things put me into like a coma, mm-hmm. a carb, a carb coma. <laughs> yeah. It, one way to make a practice of considering this and sort of planning ahead is to use the self-care planner. Uh, it's in a, it's in the planner. It's uh, honestly, it's, it's something that I have a hard time doing. It's the last part of your weekly preview, but there's a space in there to consider to pause and go, what do I want to be eating or how am I going to manage my energy with the food choices that I make? So that's huge. Uh, for me, the preparation is key. And if you travel for work, that's also a huge thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I recently was just on a long trip and it was day five or it was like the, my fifth night gone, which is kind of rare for me, but it's five nights and it's all, I'm like, man, I've just been eating takeout. Yeah. Like I literally had gotten five guys like two nights in a row because I was just like, it was just what was around, right? Nice. And you could just do it. It was delicious. Mm. <laughs> but I could tell if I keep doing this, I'm actually going to come home tired. I'm going to be sick and that's not going to be good. I literally used Instacart <laughs> for my grocery store and I just ate a bag of spinach just raw. I was so desperate <laughs> for a vegetable. I was so desperate First. for something green. <laughs> What do we say about this? Uh, you're the new Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I get these guns. You did look a little bit more buff. Yeah, you guys actually. can't yeah. see it. It's audio, but my muscles are Man. Yeah, massive. Okay. I don't even know where to go. <laughs> Practice number three is conserve energy by reducing decision making. This is... A really interesting concept to think about is how during the day, you've heard of really famous people, Barack Obama, Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs, even Tim Cook, I think does this as well. Like with their wardrobes, they try to be like, okay, I'm only going to wear like basically the same thing every single day because it's one less decision that I need to make. Um, So you've heard of lots of people that do this. They're just like, how do I uh, decrease the amount of decisions I need to make? But a lot of times we just think that's for like really important high profile people. But actually it works for all of us. Any way that we can actually decrease the amount of decisions that we make really helps conserve energy. Uh, Because quite frankly, your brain burns more energy than any other part of your body. Actually, 20% of your calories are burnt by your brain. That's amazing. I know. And And that counts even when you're just resting, right? That's why we can feel so tired after a long meeting. 
Yeah, like when you're in an all-day meeting and you're like, I am exhausted. Yeah, but I've just been sitting at the desk the whole time. Yeah. And yet we're exhausted. Yeah, and we never, we never quite understand why. Uh, and it's because your brain is burning all those calories. You are legitimately exhausted. Your body's been through a lot. You just don't give it credit. Yeah, this is why if you've ever been in this scenario, I know I have, where it's the end of the day and then you talk to your spouse and you're like, all right, so what should we do for dinner? And you're like, well... I can't make this decision. Let's just get takeout. Right? Yeah. I mean, I've I've been there where it's just uh it's just it's not even the act of making the dinner. It's just thinking of well, what would we need and all these different yeah. decisions. And we're like, you know what? I can literally just go up to the fast food place and say, number one, and then they just make it for me, right? Because our brain is craving that simplicity. So you can conserve energy by making fewer decisions, and you can do that in three ways. By eliminating decisions when possible, this would be things like, you know, do you have to be the one to make the choice about the office supplies? Or, you know, does every email or Slack message require a response? Uh, you can automate decisions. These are rituals or habits you have, like brushing your teeth or wash. You know, like you don't have to think about it very much to wash your hair. Yeah, th this is the we mentioned Steve Jobs, the, the wearing the same clothes every day because you're automating the decision of what am I going to wear today? Now that's a little extreme, but when we talk about rituals, sometimes I will talk with people and they'll be like, well, I, is everything just going to feel so robotic? And it may feel robotic when you first introduce this idea of I'm going to prescribe what I'm going to do each morning or the start of each workday. But after a week, it doesn't feel robotic. What it feels like is you have way more mental energy. Right. So when people say that, I say, well, would you rather use your best brain power on deciding what you want to do in the morning before you go to work? Or would you rather use your best brain power on the people and the decisions during the day that really move the needle in your life? Absolutely. That's what rituals That's are about. Great. Yeah. It's not about being a robot. It's about recognizing you have limited quantities of energy, but you can conserve those by automating a decision. Yeah. And you can actually look back at our episode 27 and 28 that we go over rituals in a lot more detail. And actually, like I'm going to steal this from Michael. I heard him say it yesterday. He said, rituals are really like a habit stack. And I was like, yes, so good. It's And it frees up all that mental energy and not just mental energy, energy, period. Uh, the third way is you can delegate as many decisions as you can. Yeah, some decisions need to be made. You can't eliminate them. And they're so infrequent that you can't really automate them. But you may not be the one that has to make the decision. Yeah, for example, if you have an executive assistant that you work with, having them just order you lunch. Like, don't even ask for options. Just let them know these are my favorite things. You know, surprise me, that's one less decision you need to make. Uh, another way is just letting other people schedule meetings within like open windows for you. So you don't have to do the go, you know, back and forth, back and forth, trying to determine when the best time for a meeting is. Yeah, delegation is an art. We, we don't have time to get into it now, but it's actually this double win uh, because you get to let someone else feel important, really? Like, hey, could you decide this? Hey, what do you think we should do? Hey, how about, I, I'm, there's probably three options for this. How about you choose one and just let me know what you want? Like it's, you get the 
uh, benefit of making someone, bringing other people into your life, having them play a, a more important role. But at the same time, you get to have more energy yourself because you're not taxing your brain on having to make every little decision. Yeah. And if you're interested in delegation and learning more about that, you can actually check out Michael's book, Free to Focus. It was, for me, really great in learning how to delegate really well. So in summary, if you feel like you just don't have the energy to do what you want to do every day, things are late, stuff's not getting done, you are exhausted at the start of the day and the end of the day, the good news is your energy is not fixed. You can get more. Yeah. And what I love about this is it's so practical. So again, the first thing you want to look at is, are you getting adequate rest? Yep. The second thing you want to pay attention to is what are you eating? Make a practice of boosting your energy with whole foods. And then lastly, you know, are there decisions that you're making brain power you're losing by reducing the amount of decisions you're making? My energy is up today because of one of the reviews that I've read this morning on iTunes. And this one comes from Steiny X. Steiny says, I'm a new FFP user and was struggling a bit until I found this podcast. It has been instrumental in me utilizing the planner and having more productive days and weeks. Thank you. I love the show. The planner and the podcast have changed my life. If you know somebody who's out there who needs some sort of significant shift in how they plan their days or their weeks, just like Steiny here, we invite you to share the show. Use the hashtag focus on this podcast and share it wherever you hang out in the social media universe. Courtney, any final thoughts? Yeah, I think it's important, again, just for people to be aware of what works for them. You know, we talk a lot about that on this show. Just what works for me or what works for you may not work for everybody listening. For example, it may be a nap in the middle of the day isn't the best thing for you or you're just not able to do it. But maybe taking a 20 minute walk in the middle of the day is what really gives you the energy. Just pay attention to those things that are life giving for you. If that's food that's how you rejuvenate if that's you know how you figure out how you make decisions how you use your mental energy i think that awareness of what works for you is really the outcome you want to get from this hashtag wisdom speaking of hashtags if you like this podcast please share it with your friends use the hashtag focus on this podcast thank you all for spending time with us today we appreciate it we hope you have an amazing week Yeah, and we mentioned this already, but next week we're going to be talking about energy again and specifically about whether or not you're a bear or a dolphin. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Uh, A lion. Also, (laughs) (laughs) or a wolf. Oh. Good job. Uh, so until then, I know all of those sounds. I'm yeah, so proud. Pretty of you. cool. I'm so pretty proud of you. cool. <laughs> until next week, stay, stay focused. focused. This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by the original, classic, executive, and bold full focus planners. Learn more at focusonthispodcast.com/slash planner.